What is the happening, Shagis? Thank you for coming back to me once again this week. I feel like that ex your parents always push you to go back to, even though you're seeing other people now, I'll happily take the title of beloved ex for you. I mean, I did ghost you for a few months, but now I'm back, sleeping in your bed, whispering sweet nothings in your ear. The relationship I have with you guys isn't bad at all because you feel like yourself when you're around me. We communicate, we talk about each other to our friends. It's actually a very healthy relationship that we have. So shh, shh, honey, don't try fight it. Just know that you're welcome. This week, I am not alone. I am joined by a fiend in her own right, a sexologist in training, the creator of the Sex and the Likes page on Instagram, and overall bad, bad, Miss Joan Mungawane. Hey. How are you, girl? Hey. You big <laughs> smiling. Girl, I'm like, I like this resume. Read it out again. <laughs> did I introduce you well enough? You did the things. Did I do oh, the oh. Girl, thank you so much for being here. I think it's funny, we've only known each other for six days now, yeah. but you feel like a long lost other half. It's like I've known you all my life. Exactly. When when the mutual friend of ours said that I had to meet you, I was a little hesitant because I'm always like, oh, what if the vibes don't match and this person has this expectation? But as soon as we started talking Girl. and the conversation just went to love, sex and relationships. It went left very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Very quickly. <laughs> So I, I loved it, and I'm so grateful that you're here today. And now look where we at. Like we're recording. I am here. Look at she doing a little <laughs> dance and everything. It's my baby dance. So I am so amped to have you here with me today. We have our drinks, our mimosas, clink clink. Yeah. And so let us dive in with your shaggy shenanigans, oh okay? What has happened to you recently that you need to share with people in a safe space? Because this is this is a safe space. It has space. to be a safe space. <laughs> Myself and everyone listening, oh we are your God. companions. So what is your shaggy shenanigans? So, oh, wow. Actually, it's not even like, I guess it's sexual, but I think strange more than anything, definitely strange. I was, you know, getting into the heat of things with uh -huh. the guy I'm seeing. And he stuck his nose, his tongue up my nose. Sorry, wait. <laughs> was he looking? <laughs> no, wait. Listen. No, no, wait. <laughs> you can't just say that. I'm not kidding. I need more. What do you mean he stuck his so, tongue? So let me, let, me, let, let me draw this out, right? So I'm on my back. My legs are at my shoulders. He is doing a lot. Like, we are dead in the moment. It is about to be explosive. And I mean, like, he's, he's naturally, you know, sticking his tongue in all my other orifices. And it's like, okay, cool. Like, I get this. I like this. Like, this is sex. Yeah. And then it just, he came in. I thought he was coming in for a kiss. But no, instead, he literally stuck his tongue up my nose. And like so casually, did he like swivel or Listen, did he just he was like all poke? up in there? Oh no no, he stuck it in there and he like flicked it and it came out and he flicked some more and he, I was he like, he your nose like a clit. No, he really did. He did. He was gentle, but it was like he'd been waiting to just be in my nose. It was, it was interesting. 
So now, did you, in the moment, how did you react? Did you I, just continue? Yeah, or? I guess it's just that understanding of, like, I love having, you know, my holes penetrated. doesn't matter which ones. You just never expect it to be your nose, you know. So in the moment, I just, I went with it. I had to go with it. Did you lick his nose and back? No, I really didn't. You know, I didn't. Come on, um, But I had to, no, no, I... I know I'm a cleanly person, so I'm like, I knew that it's okay. He's not going to find any gold up in there. Like, it's okay. <laughs> so I was, I was like, okay. But in my mind, I'm just like, okay. And so then when you kiss him again, it's just, it's a bit salty. And you're like, okay, well, <laughs> okay. This is just, this, this is his stuff. This is what he likes. Um, I think he did it the first time after we'd like, we'd met and, you know, had our first couple of rounds. And I thought maybe, you know, it was like a, a panic thing of his. So I didn't take it into account then. So in having this experience now in this last week, I was just like, okay, so, so this really is your so thing. So it's a thing. So it's, it's a thing. little fetish. It's his thing. And he just carries on like nothing. And was it just... a dry tongue or was it sloppy? Oh, no, it's hella sloppy. Hella sloppy. Like, hella he was, sloppy. Just, he was <laughs> all up in there, girl. He made sure. He was lubricating my nose. Yes. He made sure. Wow, I, I was not expecting that. Yeah. You actually, you came with a shaggy shenanigans. Ma'am, I've... I really I had to chuckle to myself on the drive home. I messaged the girls. I said, guys, he's a nose digger. He's a nose digger. He's actually a fucking nose digger. If he had found something, we would have called him a gold digger Absolutely. for sure. But there was none. So he's just <laughs> he's a nose just digger. A nose digger. Yeah. Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for allowing us to be a part of this story. That was... Yeah, a nose digger. Now, I think I might digger. even change. Now I have the description at least for this episode. Nose digger. No. <laughs> yeah, in that order. So wait, are you gonna see him again? Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I like the sex is great. Oh my god, he's tall, he's buff, hundred kilos of just pure muscle. He's athletic. He's got this beautiful swaggy dick. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh, baby, I'm dipped. It might even be after our session today. <laughs> there we go. So, so the nice thing didn't deteriorate from nothing, our Nothing, nothing. No deterrent. I'm, we have, we have a great chemistry. Oh, yeah. So you're still with it? Ooh, okay. Man, I'm hot. Well, I'm hot. <laughs> <laughs> Just thinking about it. You want your nose licked again, oh, don't you? Oh, my gosh. I mean, I like everything else licked. But yeah, sure. If it happens to be my nose, I'll take it. Okay. I'll take it. And I'll moan. Long... I'll moan this time because I'll be ready. <laughs> I will be ready. I can just imagine someone like licking your nose and you're like, oh. Oh, but you have yeah. to be careful because you can't like breathe out through your exactly, nose because you'll be in pushing. case anything comes up. So now, like, do you understand? I had to like think about all this happening. And, and I'm like, okay. In, like a split second. Okay, but now also you can't breathe in because he's in your nose. So you got to keep your mouth open. But also now he's like choking you. So you just, you're breathing, but you're not breathing. Like, girl. There's a lot to it. It's not, really it's not as simple as it sounds. No, no, it's not just sticking your nose up. You tongue up Okay, so how, so in, let's, let's talk about it. For dudes who want to try this out in future now. Mm. Should they or do it the same way your guy did and just approach it, or should they just give some sort of warning or I'm hit them with like, the like, listen, guys, talk to your partner, figure out like, will they be okay? Will they be comfortable? Consent is sexy. Consent is key. Yes. So just you know, babe, these are my fetishes, and she says, okay, these are mine. And are there any that you feel are too much? Then and she says, okay, okay, okay. But also sometimes, sometimes somebody would be like, you can't imagine. 
a tongue being stuck up your nose until right? you've actually had it. until it's actually happened so for something like that it's not like he was asking to put my hair on fire you know? <laughs> he wasn't saying listen let me put your puss on fire let's see what happens it was like a tongue up my nose so you can handle that you know you just make sure that you've blown your nose and you've washed up and you, you're okay you've got it's a like good doing anal exactly you've got it <laughs> you have to up the passage <laughs> Okay, you clean up the passage and you're fine. And so if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. So the whole way must be cleared. Listen, clear all hallways. <laughs> Do not stand oh, by exits. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Got you, girl. This episode is basically just girl talk that's being recorded. And I love this for us. I know a lot of people liked the idea of being able to eavesdrop on the opposite genders chats yeah. would you ever want to be a fly on the wall for guy talk yeah and i, I like my yeah isn't great because I, I, I can see you hesitate i hate just somehow sometimes how men speak about women yeah so you know i could be speaking to you about his dick and i'm going to describe it to you like i'm talking about a fucking picasso like <laughs> it is a work of art you know i'm going to tell you how good it, just men don't have that level of finesse in language <laughs> you know so I'm, I'm i'm very like language sensitive like i want to how you speak and how you turns you on so mm. so now like you listen to guys speak and i'm just like ugh. okay okay you know? but if 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 you were to be a fly on the wall during guy chat, what would you rather hear? The fetishes and fantasies of men, they random stories about women, or what they say about you? And you Possibly can only pick fetishes. one. You'd rather hear about the fetishes. And like they've got to be like honest about it. Like, they, yeah, there was I think it was a TikTok. It was a video that I saw on Twitter, and the guy came out and he's like, nah, his hand was like on her period, and so the friend was like, ah, oh, damn. Or he saw like a, like a blood stripe on yeah. her underwear, and his boy was like, ah, oh, my boy, so what did you do? And the guy said, got to see it through. Like, like you know that that sort you of stuff. See. Like, how far are you willing to go to get pussy? You know, <laughs> what are the things that you're willing to do, to, do. to get yourself a good good <laughs> orgasm? Like. Those are the stuff I want. Where you not? Where they aren't shy, you know. You want that honesty. Yes, that, that raw that honesty. authenticity, exactly. all of it, genuine. You know, like when he says, "Listen, I like to roll my dick up," and I'm like, "Okay, cool." And then what? <laughs> Smack your forehead, and I'm like, "Okay." Like that's the type of stuff you want to hear. The stuff that he doesn't want to admit out in public because why he could be struggling with like a shame situation. But that that's good stuff to hear. I love that shit. Like, okay, tell me more. So you don't want to hear what they say about you? Couldn't give a shit. You really not bothered? No. So just after you have sex with the guy and you know he's about to meet up with the boys, Listen, you, you don't have an ounce of curiosity. If I have gotten the best orgasms and we had fun in our little space and it leaves and we leave and that's it. Our little space is our little space. You're good with it. Your chat beyond me is not about me. Wow. Okay, so now... Why do you, do you agree with most of my followers that women are more open to sex talk than men? Yeah, yeah, we are. And I love that we're becoming a lot more open about oh, it. Way right? more now. Like, and girls don't, previously, like growing up in high school, I, I was the person who would talk about sex. It was always, so when I came out with the podcast, no one was surprised. Yeah. They were like, Zizi, this, this, is, this is you. This is you. Yeah. It's, it makes sense. And in school, I did the vagina monologues. Yes. And my teacher was like, this is this you. This definitely suits you. But I couldn't really talk to my friends about sex and sex like that. Only now, later on in life, I am I seeing more women. They're still a little hesitant about it. Yeah. But once we open up, we go. 
we go deep in whereas i think men just touch the surface of it and don't really get into it the way women do so i I think again that rotates around how it's a shame thing you know we've been brought up that look things around in the bedroom must only be discussed and stay in the bedroom Mm -hmm. and really that's you know to the point of why i then decided to put my ig page together is to have that conversation and to mine really is rebellion yeah you know i am as loud mouthed and foul mouthed as i am as a rebellion <laughs> to the shaming of women talking about sex like sex is something that just happens in secret you know like it happens all it everywhere. happens everywhere Everyone so is why is it. it then that as women we have to only keep our sex talk to the bedroom or just with our girls in the little corner and we can't raise our voices and say oh my god i just had the best sex of my life like <laughs> or just scream it from the mountaintops i love dick do you get what i mean or like, i love pussy whatever guys you, can whatever do that exactly. guys can do that without the same level of shame exactly and for so sure. really it's it's i want for more women to to feel less shame and so you know us creating platforms like this allows for these discussions to happen yeah. and for guys to also know that look just talk it's okay if we're having good and honest conversations then it's then fuck shame fuck shame if we're having good sex then fuck shame but i think it also it takes a while because of all the shame that has been put upon us through society yeah it's really hard to find that guy and open up with him mm-hmm. because you're scared say you talk about your fantasies and everything and then you push him away or you scare him off and you're like am i a freak fuck that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> It's so important for us to be able to own our sexuality, you know, and our preferences and all of these little things. Like, you know, it's so important. And so to be part of a community, you know, is always helpful. But in being part of that community, there's always also still that thing where you've got to stand firm in what you like you know and don't let somebody come on and say oh my god you're such a freak like in a way of shaming you you know yes. i'm a freak okay and so and so i'm a hoe okay and so yes <laughs> bitch, i'm a number i'm a number life. one level whore <laughs> what about it you know how does it affect how does it that's the shit i like affect, affect you life. you know what does it so have to do with that's you? what i want for people to do like talk about this shit and for women to own their shit to say listen i like having three dicks inside like <laughs> listen one my mouth one my pussy on my ass like i love that shit like listen i can take exactly. it so what what about it why should there be any shame and this exactly. is this is why i wanted you on the show because the this was the same energy yeah. you were giving me when i met you mm-hmm. and i was like the people need to hear because i felt i i'm very open with my sexuality mm-hmm. and how sexual i can be but to have someone match that cool. energy cool. That's what I'm saying. and i was like mm. but what we're gonna do now is we're gonna refill so Okay, so drinks have been refilled and we're getting back into it. So, I don't know why it took so long for people to be okay with this, but men are more emotional than we give them credit for. Do you agree? Well, they're more emotional than they want to take credit. (laughs) (laughs) A man will fight his own feelings. Like, baby, it's okay. It's a crime. I know you like it. It's all good. My head game is fantastic. Let your tears fall. Like, it's like a cleansing ceremony. And so many guys are afraid of that. Do you think guys, just like girls do, sit down with their homies and talk about the deep shit that goes on in their sex or love lives 
or do they just keep it on a surface-based level and talk about how they destroyed that pussy? I think it also then depends on which boys they're talking to. They'll have that like one yeah. one boy, yeah. the one, the one who is gonna call him up and say, "Listen, please, can I come and drop him off?" You know, like <laughs> that sort of a situation. <laughs> Um, I see what you did yeah. there. Other than that, <laughs> you know, it depends on who, who are they trying to impress the homie because then the story is going to be listen, she different. I tore that shit up, you know. Yeah. Or it's going to be listen, now like she gets me and we vibe and you know, like sex is great and I feel her emotionally. Or look, it's just great sex and there's none of that attachment. And so I think the guys I have been in conversation with have that safe group of friends who they can then have those conversations with. And for them, I kid you not, their expectations around sex are so much better and their delivery is so much better. Right? You know, like, I think if, if a guy has that group of friends that yeah. he can rely on, I think his sex game improves enormously. Especially if you're not coming to me and crying me a river. Like, like talk, talk to your boys. They've got a dick as well. Yeah, talk, talk to them about, about what's going on. They've been through this too. Exactly. I can only talk to you about how I perceive it and how I took it. So sometimes you need to have your boys to be like, yo, this is this is the chat. But again, then it, it falls on that conversation to say, do guys know how to be safe spaces for each other? You know, if they're continuously just trying to do things that lead to it being competition the whole time, then that's you know where they end up only having these superficial relationships with exactly. guys but in my mind i'm like you guys can talk about things like money like for me money is such an emotional and like serious thing to mm. talk about so if i can talk about money with someone i must then trust but yeah guys operate differently which they is okay do. that's fine but i'm like okay but you understand the importance of being in a space where you have to be safe to discuss <laughs> something like money but you can't talk about your damn feelings. Like, come on, dude. Like, if you're in love with a girl, talk about it. Cry about it. I had, I had one of um, a friend of mine who we were talking about his fiance, mm. and what made me so happy is that he was talking about how much he loves her and right. everything. And he started tearing up, and he like shed a tear and everything. And then she happened to have called at that right. the same time. And she's like asking him what's wrong, and he was like, "No, dude, I'm just having this chat, I love you. and I love you." I love and I'm that. like, "This is right." I loved it, and I was um, like, "I can't believe I I got to be a to part of this. this." Yes. So I'm just like, more guys need to be in tune. It's okay to have feelings, men. We're telling you now, it is okay to have feelings. I'm telling you to make better friends. <laughs> Before you get your feelings, make better friends. <laughs> have better friendships and relationships because that's really where it all starts right exactly just because you went to boarding school with homeboy Means and you've nothing. known him since whatever grade doesn't mean that he's there satisfying your you need a friend like, not just someone you've just happened to know for so long i mean i've only known you for six days but like look at us in our six days here we are and you know we, you've created a good landing space for me to just be myself and vice versa exactly you know? so guys need to just they do, need the, to do same. the same thing like it's i don't perceive it to be a difficult thing i just imagine it in their minds to be like an ego thing or i now look weak thing or i'm deeming daughter type thing and like, <laughs> i'm the man okay <laughs> <laughs> Being being a man, being a true man is being able to open up and letting your friends 
be themselves, their true selves around, around you. Around you, think. and for them to receive you with gentleness and to say, look, my boy, we don't know how to handle this right now, but know that we love you and we'll be here with you and we will figure, figure something out. out. You know, That's all it takes. We're not saying you all need to become therapists. We're just saying allow for your friendships to mature beyond the point of just drinks and money and personal, you know. Like, be better friends to each other. Exactly. It makes your sex lives better. I it helps Trust us. me. <laughs> I'm studying the stuff now. I'm telling you, it makes your sex lives better. Do it for us. So, after the connection we had, I absolutely had to have you on the show. And just talk shit with me because you, you understand where I'm coming from. Like, we're the same person. And majority of folks like you and I feel like they can talk to anyone about sex anyone who's willing to listen not just specifically their guy friends or their girlfriends i especially wanted to talk to you because you told me you have a page called sex and the likes hey. i checked it out and you gave your title you gave yourself the title of sex and sexuality explorer so tell me why do you love sex so much that you felt compelled to start this platform for yourself so I'm glad that you said for myself because it definitely was for me more than anything. Yeah. Um, and in that, it really is, if we just backtrack to being an explorer, you know, you are pushing boundaries. Yes. You are exploring and navigating different spaces, different people, you know. And so for this to be around sex, I identified that being something that I've been doing for so long, right? Mm -hmm. So in being able to give myself that title a sexual being this is how i greet my, yes. my sexual being <laughs> being a sex and sexuality explorer the page really came up as i was saying earlier as part of like my rebellion because i don't want to keep quiet about sex I, yeah i feel no shame around it exactly but also, which you shouldn't right? right but also i'm a bra burning feminist so i want for there to be out loud advocacy for people of all body types of all sexualities mm. for us to be able to just speak and be heard and to hear each other and to facilitate conversations and so that's where sex and the likes came up you know i did it's, i'm not just talking about my sexual experiences it really is a space for dialogue to be had exactly. you know, for us to have these conversations with like-minded people mm -hmm. you know because I, I don't want I'm not going to debate my sexuality with anybody. It, it's, it's not up for it's debate. It's not up for debate, you know? But what I am going to do is have a good discussion with people who can come around and tell me things I could not have even imagined. <laughs> you know, it, it's exactly that. It's a safe space for us to sit and to talk and to laugh, you know, and for me to... And to share, share trade secrets and everything. To get shit out of my exactly. own system, because baby, the sex I get, oh my God. Oh, it's too good for me to keep it to myself, man. Oh, my word. <laughs> you need someone oh, to my hear God. it. You know, I want for there to be a good space for joy, you know, to be discussed around sex and sexuality and all of our anxieties around it and things that we aren't sure about. Exactly. And so that's really all sex and the likes is about. It's, it's allowing me to get shit off my chest. But to also then, you know, allow for a space for us to have these sorts of conversations together, to laugh, to feel safe in these things that you know sometimes we can label and sometimes we can't you know for us to feel okay i, I love this for you i love yeah. it and i was checking out your videos and i was genuinely like <laughs> this girl i 
I saw you the car ones, the uh-huh. car chats, and I'm like, this girl was going somewhere. Yeah. But she felt like she needed I had to, stop to say this. Start conversation. And have this conversation. Right there in there. Instagram right now needs to hear this, and I'm I'm so happy. But as a sexual explorer, do you think your spectrum of partners is wide enough or have you found your niche and you just explore within that specific type of human? Or are you still trying everything? As I like name my people as sexual beings, um, I think it like part of our discussion topics that we looked at was, you know, what my type of person is, Mm. you know? I, I don't have a type of person. I'm just looking for somebody who is open to exploring sex with yeah. me, you know? Um, and so, be it male, be it female, whether we are looking across the LGBTQI community spectrum, yeah. like, I'm just looking for sexual beings who are okay with exploring, people who aren't boxing them into themselves and exactly. say, I only take penis. And I'm like, okay. Or I only take vagina. Yeah. Like, sex is so diverse. You know, there's so many aspects and avenues exactly, you can take. With exactly, it. you know. So, so why the ability stay, to just it's the only explore. place where you shouldn't stay in your lane. Come on, the only you time get it. you shouldn't stay. Do you in your get lane. it? You need to be you up know. there switching it up, up because you don't know. Want. You don't know what you like until you've tried it, and you don't know what you don't like. You could be out here thinking that only doggy is the way to go. Whereas there's so there's the whole Kama Sutra, there's that deep Girl. pushing missionary dick mm. that gives us yeah. the G yeah. spots, you know. So you have to get out there and always just try new things. But have you always been this sexually mature and aware, or did you have this awakening after like a tough breakup? So definitely wasn't from a breakup. Um, my mom's always been that person that was very open with me around, you know, this is sex and this is what sex looks like. And, you know, as you grow up, I was very free and confident in asking her these questions. Yeah. Thankfully, I've grown up in a time where Google is great at answering <laughs> questions as well. You know, um, also just been that person who's always hung around all the people, you know. Yeah. And so naturally, you like hear these conversations and you're like, okay, cool, that sounded interesting. So I'm just going to go and Google what's going, what's on, going on, you know. And so the older I got, the maturity around the ability to have these discussions shamelessly is really what got me to where I am now. And the curiosity comes in to say, okay, so how do I like my body explored? You know, and so then you eventually start having sex and you say, okay, well, I thought this was what it was supposed to happen like. And then it's not how it happens. And you're like, wow, okay. <laughs> but I like that. You know, that, that openness, maturity really to me is the ability for you to unbox yourself. Yeah. You know? so when I speak about a sexual maturity, it's not an age thing. It's just your ability to unbox yourself out of what the confines of society put on you, you know. And so in then that level of growth and, you know, asking the questions and speaking to more people and people who are okay to talk about exactly. this, you learn things. To share. Yeah. You learn things. And I learned a lot to the point that I became very curious around sex, very curious around sexuality, um, to then the point that I said, okay, well, does something like a sexologist exist? Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, they do. <laughs> and I said, well, I love my corporate career, definitely, but... So I really, I have a big passion for sex. 
Yeah. I genuinely, it's not like just something that I'm doing something like a pastime chat. I genuinely have a bit the yeah, psychology too. behind it, the science behind it. And lo and behold, out came me deciding to go and do a degree in sexology. So I wanted to do the same degree, but I was like, oh, biology scared me shitless. <laughs> so what, what do you want to do once you have the qualification? What's your vision? So I think let, let's go back to the why I eventually went into it, right? Mm-hmm. Apart from the passion. Um, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Yes. Top of the pyramid is self-actualization. Yes. And I think sex gets better the more you actualize yourself. So the better and more confident you are in yourself. The more you have turned away from the anxieties and the things that scare you around sex. Like, the, the better and the stronger you get there, mm. the better and stronger your sex game gets, right? Yes. And so, technically, this degree is just for me, you know, and it's so diverse. Like... I'm part of the BDSM community, and so we cover that in the module. We cover things like, obviously, the sexual safeties around sex. We cover things like sex and the law. We cover things like sex therapy and counseling. Like, there's so, it's such a broad, like, the psychology around it, yeah. and the scientific stuff. Like, it's such an amazing degree to the be going through. right now. You know? I wish the people like, could actually see your face. Girl, you are, you, you've literally lit up. Like, this is my <laughs> thing. You know? And initially, it's, it's, it's really been for myself. But the more you have conversations with people, the more I'm in conversations with black women mm. around our sexuality, the more I'm like... I, I actually, I can hold a space to facilitate the conversations and it's so much easier and people tend to trust you more when you're not just speaking out of your ass yes, from yeah. Google, mm-hmm. you know, they can hear that, okay, cool, this is somebody who's got years worth of research behind them and somebody who takes time out to actually learn things scientifically, to understand hormones, to understand how the body works. So would you, would you ever leave the corporate job and practice being a sexologist full-time i mean I is really, it something you thought of i have and i mean it, it, for the fact that they're they're internationally there's actually such a big demand right yeah but oh guys i'm, I'm an economist at heart so i i, <laughs> I don't see myself like that really is also like they're, they're fighting for number one passion you know like, so sex and the economy yes. basically those yes. are your two things do you get it like so i, I can't if I can do it all, I really will. For as long yeah. as I can, I really, really will. So, so basically, sex and the likes, your page on Instagram, satisfies mm. that inner sexual yeah. curiosity of yours and then work satisfies the, the, the economy. My, my, yeah, my economics and yes. finance. And so you, you, you have found a way to do it all, actually. I think so, but when I look at how like I haven't posted on sex and the likes in months, I'm like, actually, I really, I can't do it for currently. So I eventually, I like ghosted my people for months. No, don't, don't worry, I did this. <laughs> <laughs> but that was because I was in a relationship, right? And so like, no, honey. No, no, no. And it's not because I was in a relationship that I couldn't post. It was yeah. just that I am like the girlfriend's boyfriend, you know, the boyfriend's girlfriend. Like I'm, I'm that person. And so every weekend we'd be together and I just wouldn't make time for the page because, yo, guys, I was within cuddles. Within sex. Sex. So your sex aspect mm, was still being The real life part of it, you know, <laughs> that I couldn't get around to actually communicate. So just to make that balance. I have such great friends who really have like, multiple careers going on at once and they make it happen yeah so i know i will be able to strike the balance i just need to commit to getting it done so now after after this uh, having this discussion with me are you gonna post on sex and the likes are you gonna come back have i awakened you 
have I have I woken up the wrestling dragon? Oh, you have. Have I? Given given last weekend, I was I was at a friend's baby shower and her sisters were with us and, was, and obviously like the sex conversation comes up and we're chatting and their husbands are all there and so yeah. then she says listen actually right now please can we just can we i will pay you right now just to give us like a 30 minute chat just my partner and i please like we need help and i was like girl and look she like she took she took me and like we sat with him and he was just like this is an ambush and i'm like friend this is an ambush let's rather book time yeah so that weekend you know so like already that weekend i was like mm, Okay, it's okay. Tough. I've got I've got to get back to it. Um yeah, I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be back. You have to be back because we're about to plug you soon. So, I can't be plugging the people to follow this page where it's dormant. There's no activity. I feel you. I feel you. It's okay. I'm sorry. I'll be right back. Okay, so currently are you seeing someone single and loving yourself or embracing the whole phase? All of the above. All of the above. <laughs> but before before you you fully go into it, I want to remove the negative connotation associated mm. with hoe face. Mm. When I said I mean it in a way where you are owning and satisfying your sexuality yeah. the way that best suits Absolutely. you and not the way that society expects yeah. you to. So you are seeing someone? Someone's. Okay. Uh-huh. But you're also single and loving it. Yes. And enjoying a hoe face. Oh best. So which, if you had to, if you had to, if you had to rank them, mm-hmm. which one is more dominant in right. their life right now? My whole phase is forever. Your whole right. phase is forever. Even, even in a relationship, my whole phase is forever. Right? Yeah. And, and just, just to add that caveat to whole, women will always be labeled hoes. The moment you are liberal in what you want and what for you sure. stand for, we will. So then I say my whole phase, like I speak like this in real life. I'm very sexually open and up there in real life. So it doesn't matter whether I'm doing that with my partner or doing it with people. I'm always going to be labeled a hoe. Exactly. Right? So always, I... They're always going to see me and say, oh my God, she's such a whore. She slept with four guys in one day. And I'm like, okay, so what about it? Right? What did, what did it do? So, How did it change So I'm going to always... So my hoe phase is my liberation. Mm-hmm. My hoe phase is standing in my truth around what I love about sex, around who I am as a sexual being. So my whole face will always be number one. Number one, right? okay. Um, of which in there then I'm definitely always preaching like consent is sexy, consent is key, and part of consent is making sure that we're practicing safe sex. Yes. Right? Um, and so in seeing people, like I said, I was in a relationship. I got out of it like three, four months ago, give or take. And so, you know, it's just back in my... You've got a roster. In my, my rotation. As Your rotation. Right. Um, and this is something that they all know about. Like, this is not a secret it's, to you're say not I'm exclusively it. secret. No, 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 no. Yeah. For as long as you have not asked for us to be exclusive, baby, this we're is not. me. This is how you met me. We are dating. Like, like we're casually dating. Very, very like, casually. Like, in the American sense of the term. Because I feel like South Africans don't really casually date the way you see it in American mm lifestyle culture movies their entertainment exactly and, and, and whereas here it's either if you if you slept with this person you win this, this person, person. Yeah. or you're a fucking whore <laughs> there's no imagery definitely that <laughs> and it's like if, if there's no exclusivity and there's no verbal contract between the two of us saying i am yours and you are mine you you can't you can't get touched there is nothing you can't and be it's hurt. okay also 
for the contract to change. Exactly. Okay, so we started out just fucking and now I feel like I want to fuck you exclusively because so I then, think I kind of like you. Yeah, but don't just... Say something! Exactly, don't keep quiet about it. Yeah. And don't expect me to know that that's what you want if you haven't said it. feel it through your penis. No, baby. Like, I must feel it because you're no. dicking me at this angle. <laughs> it means Now love. we've got to know that now this man love. is in love, girl. <laughs> He's got you bent over. That hip is working. When he's not just thrusting. Listen, no, no, no. When he's, he's genuine coding. Yes. No, 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 no we no, can't. That's not what we gonna do. But having with your mouth. dating and having a person by your side is is great at all. Yeah. But do you agree with the listeners that a hoe phase is necessary and actually encouraged? Because personally, I believe the hoe phase has a lot has a lot of people feeling some type of way and Mm -hmm. i'm glad i had mine when i did yeah when i started working dude (laughs) what i did the most what did you do i did the most oh my god what did you do you know how you're supposed to have like a little black book Uh uh-huh i had like a whole series (laughs) girl (laughs) Like, I was actually, like, going to my brother at one point, and I was like, what's your body count? And he told me, and I was like, that's child's play. That's child's play. (laughs) So, it's it's stacked. And I never want to feel that what if, or that regret, or I've I've Mm. missed something, or I haven't explored enough, or anything like that. So, do you you agree that a her face is necessary, and do you encourage it? So I, I'm very wary of the words that we'll use. And so I don't want to say it's necessary, but I want for everybody to always realize the importance of choice. Mm-hmm. So how we've defined what this whole face is your liberation. The whole face to me comes with choice. You know, you could be celibate and you will still get called a hoe. So it's okay. So it's on your whole face, <laughs> you know. As long as you know what it is that you want sexually and you are confident in yourself and you're confident in how and who you want to explore, yeah, that's okay. The term that I want for people to be able to term that their whole face, it's not how many people you're sleeping with. Yes. It's just how okay are you with what it is that you're doing and want to be doing sexually. You know, how good are you with the choices that you make sexually? And that is the power of the whole face is you understand the power in your choices sexually so is it necessary i'd like to say it is more of a choice yeah you know and i encourage choice i am a pro-choice human being and so i want for people to be sure about their choices so i I don't want to say it's necessary but i definitely do encourage that people are just more mindful of the freedom that comes with sex or their whole face or their whole face or the last layer of you know okay but now Oh, her phase in the traditional sense of it. Mm-hmm. How long do you think, say, say someone is fresh out of a breakup mm-hmm. and they decide they want to go balls to the wall? Mm. How long? Are you going balls to the wall to make yourself feel better or are you going balls to the wall because you can? Because you can. Oh, no. If, if it's because, because you can, you, can baby, you should do it as long as you want. As long as you fucking want. Exactly. Let as it soon be as you fucking want. Like the moment you have said, okay, bye. Baby, the, hop on it. You have got him dialed up already. Oh, my I got it. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, friends. <laughs> Are you busy calling someone up? <laughs> She's laughing. Like, I'm 
Yeah, the poem was called I Forgot to Message. I Forgot to Message. It's okay, I'll, I'll sort it out now. But the moment you've said bye, like you are on there to say, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, everyone, just this bitch right here like, was about to confirm her deck appointments while we're recording. Guys, this is important. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> the fate of my afternoon orgasm depends on it. <laughs> like, okay, okay, no wait. I'll let you. I'll let you. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's right. I'll let you do that. Wasn't she just amazing? I am so happy I got someone like Joan on my show, on my podcast, to talk shit with me. It was bloody brilliant, and that was just part one of two. If you want part two to be released this week, then drop me a message on my socials at saspodcast underscore on Instagram and Twitter. If you want it, then I won't hold back, baby, because I never, ever do. Keep following and keep coming back. Remember, I love you long time, shaggers. Bye.